welcome to Base Camp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. This episode is dedicated to my late grandmother, Louise, who used to take me and my brother out on the porch to stargaze on clear evenings, and to every person who has ever stared in awe at the night sky and thought, I just know that there's something going on out there. Turns out you were right all along. Thank you, Grandma. One of the things that Basecamp has tried its best to capture is what is emerging in humanity, what myths are being activated, what new faculties and collective knowing will emerge in our times, and how is consciousness expanding and how do we each do our part? What is our collective hero's journey? These are some of the most relevant questions you can participate in and keep an open mind about. And it is with humility and service to our tribe that I do my best to bring about what is on our edges and hopefully present it in a way that is relatable and helps you on your own hero's journey. The topic of ET disclosure or extraterrestrial disclosure has been circling us, no pun intended, for decades. Shows like Star Trek, Star Wars, The X-Files, Ancient Aliens, etc. has helped to seed an understanding of what has been hidden from us, each one of us perhaps holding a small piece of the puzzle, each a microcosm of understanding in the macro awakening that is spreading through our tribe. This episode will be one of a series of shows on this topic, and I will try and get different perspectives and trust God and the divine to help to guide us. We are not doing the episodes one after the other, but we'll sprinkle them in as we get good guests and make valuable content. It is telling to me that even a year ago, I would not have been comfortable with this topic, even though I am very well versed in ETs and disclosure, but I have been given the signal, the thumbs up, if you will, to go ahead and proceed. The story of our awakening and emergence is starting another extremely fascinating chapter. Enjoy the interview. My guest today is Lily Nova. Lily is an astrophotographer, artist, ET contactee, and a teacher in the disclosure movement. Here is my interview with Lily Nova. All right, I am here with Lily Nova, visionary futurist, starseed Lily Nova. Lily, welcome to Base Camp for Men. It's great to have you on the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, you know, it's I've been sort of hinting at more episodes in the ET or extraterrestrial star seed disclosure realm. Um, my listeners know that that is something I have kind of queued up and I was so grateful to find you and your writing and your store and your website and stuff. So I reached out and you were game, which I was really excited to have this conversation with you. I've done, you know, I had champ Perini, I think was probably the first one. He's the creator of the great awakening map. Um, and he's a big, you know, secret space program and ETs and, you know, he speaks really fluidly. And that was really the first time I think that th that first episode with him. And I think I did two or three with him. Those were the first. And I think it may have come as a little bit of like, whoa, where's he going with this? Um, but I feel really called to have these conversations. I feel like it's really important. I feel like it fulfills a particular mission for base camp. Um, so I'm really, I was really excited when, um, we got on our, our schedule and, you know, my listeners know that, uh, you know, I, I got into the ET discussion way back when I was young with crop circles, you know, I first saw them and I was like, just completely in awe of them. And I was like, this cannot, this is not coming from humans. This is coming from the stars. This is coming from higher dimensional beings that are obviously very intelligent. 
And that was the rabbit hole. I started down there and that led to tons of other things and videos. And you have an interesting story about getting contacted by ETs. And I want, and we'll talk about that, but I guess my first question is, you know, were you always kind of drawn to the cosmos or the stars? Were you interested as a little girl or not so much? And it came later. What, what was your background and your interest in, in ETs, the stars, the cosmos, all that jazz? Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't a big UFO person, but I've always felt drawn to space. I remember growing up, I would, me and my dad would watch like space documentaries and just kind of like mind expanding things on like the history and science channel. And he, he showed me ancient aliens. Yep. <laughs> uh, whenever I don't remember early teens and it just blew my mind. Um, so that was like a big step. I've, I've always been, I always knew that there was something else out there. I just didn't know, you know, what exactly it was, but, you know, just kind of intuitively, you know, there's, there's something more. Sure. So, uh, so I've always been like that and always loved space, galaxy, everything. Um, but yeah, I was not big into UFOs. It wasn't something that I thought about all the time. I just kind of knew deep in my heart there was something else out there. And then you had a contactee experience that's ongoing. How, how did that unfold? What was the first time that you that, that you had a con- the contact experience? Was it and what happened? Like, where were you? How old were you? And and what was that like? Um, so it was pretty, <laughs> pretty wild. Um, I would admit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely paradigm shifting. Yeah. Um, but so whenever COVID happens, we're in lockdown. I started shooting astrophotography, which is space photography, um, taking pictures of like the moon, the Milky Way, different galaxies. And I just fell in love with it. And so that's what I began doing like every night. That was it was my passion. And uh, a couple months or a few months into that, and uh, it was November, the year that COVID started. And what was that? 2020 um, or 2021? Sorry. <laughs> but it was whenever, you know, in the beginning of COVID, we're still in lockdown. And it was a random night one night where I was just at my house. I was going on an astro trip the next day. It was about 1.50 in the morning. I stepped outside to get some fresh air um, in November. and. Whenever I did, I looked up the sky like I always do, looked up at the stars, and I immediately locked eyes with a hovering craft, a hovering light. It just looked like a big, like glowing light over the neighborhood. And it was moving around in like the cliche UFO fashion, kind of like circular hovering. Mm -hmm. And I ruled everything else out like, oh, my God, that's not like a planet. That's not a plane. There's no blinking lights on it. It's moving really odd. What is that? Mm -hmm. So then I started recording it with my phone. Um, it was kind of hard to focus, but you you do see it in the video for a few seconds. Um, then a orange light appeared at the end of my street. I looked over at it, and then suddenly I just realized, like, you know, it's kind of like chilly outside. It's dead quiet. There's nobody around. It was like felt like it, I just got like this kind of eerie feeling. And uh, I looked back over, and there was a second craft that had appeared, seemingly appeared out of nowhere, out of thin air. Mm-hmm. And this one was much closer. It was like probably about like a few houses down or um, a little bit down the street. It, I saw the the shape of it. It was like a weird geometrical 
uh, diamond-like shape that I'd never seen before. I saw the red and in, in, uh, blue lights on it. Something that, and it was just sitting there. Then it moved up and down really fast, side to side really quick. And then it started coming straight for me. And at this point, like, I started like shaking because I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Um, it was a really, I was bending my neck, looking up at it and it was coming literally straight for me. Um, I ended up kind of checking out and taking a step back um, to kind of hide under my uh, roof. And it literally went right above me. Um, I expected a light beam to come down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that thing just literally went right above me. But then nothing happened after a couple seconds. I jumped off my porch. I looked up and it was completely gone. And I knew it either had to have gone straight up really, really fast or it just vanished, like went into another dimension. And so that that was my uh, my first encounter. And then after that, I began seeing them a lot. <laughs> You know, we have James Gilliland. Uh, he's of the SETI Foundation. He has a farm. I'm up in uh, Seattle, and and he's a like two or three hours, and he's got a ranch there where they do where they they sit out and they they mm-hmm. watch formations and they use like night vision goggles and you know and they they see them all the time and I, you know, it seems like. Uh, Right now, the the these higher dimensional beings want to be acknowledged and seen because oh, yeah. there's so many every day. There's hundreds of sightings now. Uh, when you get into like the secret space program and the and our Navy and Air Force, some of those could be our own, but it doesn't detract from the fact that there's lots going on in space. There's lots, and I just feel like. You know, right now we're getting into this accelerated time when there's perhaps, uh, you know, these these beings want to be seen and interacted with. I think the days of the shadowy, you know, X-Files kind of like, you know, everybody that is talking about UFOs is is got as, as a fetish. I think I think it's starting to get normalized. I think people are having matter of fact conversations about, you know what, I went and looked at a whole bunch of videos and there's tons of evidence. And I think that the military whistleblowers are enormously uh, important because people see that, you know, oh, there's, you know, 20 whistleblowers from the Navy that are saying this is what's going on. I, I think some of that is coordinated because I believe we're being prepared for disclosure. Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Do you Do you feel like we're at a time when when more and more people are just going to talk about it matter of factly, that this is going to be a conversation that we're going to be having more and more frequently with more and more people? Oh, 100%. And I immediately knew that, uh, well, after I saw them the uh, the first, second, third, fourth, fifth time that they were yeah. trying to tell me something, they wanted me to share this with people because I had my camera with me. I started documenting them. Mm-hmm. And um, so I began sharing it. And in coming public with this, at first, it was kind of scary. Um, sure. But in coming public with this, I have so many people reaching out to me that have these experiences or they want to have these experiences, mm-hmm. these mystical experiences. They feel like a deep knowing. Um, and it it just blew my mind how many people are actually experiencing this. Um, so we're definitely becoming like a bridge, like what you said before this, a bridge to kind of introduce humanity to these things. They're easing us into it. 
Um, but contact has already started. <laughs> absolutely. 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 You know, it's funny, uh, before we were, before we started recording, we were talking and I, you know, I said that in my own experience, you know, I, you know, I've been following this conversation for t- at least 20 years and, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody about it really, you know, it was like a fetish. It was like, I don't want people thinking I'm getting too crazy with the UFO thing. But now, fast forward now, and there there was a point where I was like, do I want to be opening this up on base camp for men? Like, you know, it's, but as soon as I sat quietly with myself and my higher self and just, you know, sort of prayed to the divine and just said, what do you want me to do? The answer was, you have to have these honest conversations. You can't sit on this most important thing right now. Like that's your show. People trust your show as a source. If they don't, if they don't believe all the stuff that I say on the show, it opens up minds to the possibility that what we're talking about is what's unfolding in consciousness. And so um, I love what you said. Uh, you know, you you have a quote in on your website that I grabbed because I just love it. Um, you said, quote, help spread the word seed in our collective consciousness and fuel the awakening of the planet, unquote. I think that's beautifully written. And, you know, in just a few short words, captures kind of where we're going with this, I think this kind of great awakening that has been written about, talked about, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a side where people are really excited about, you know, this kind of ending corruption in the deep state. That's part of the great awakening our, uh, strengthening our connection to the divine, but there's this thread into this cosmic disclosure. That's definitely a part of the great awakening that you're representing so beautifully um, and, you know, I love champ Perina said, uh, I don't remember if we captured it on air or him and I were just talking, but I was, I, I kind of said naively, I said, when do you think we'll have disclosure? And what I meant that by that is like, when do you think, I, I guess I naively thought, you know, there are these extraterrestrial races that we've been collaborating with for so long, they're just going to announce themselves. Right. It, which sounds mm-hmm. kind of like a, maybe like a six-year-old's interpretation of what disclosure would look like. And Champ just said, Tony, we've already, we've already had disclosure. It's already happened. It's just unfolding in consciousness through like the quantum field. Like we've already had it. They've already disclosed that we're, that we're collaborating. That's why we're having this conversation with so much confidence. It's already happened. We're just agents of this kind of um, expansion in consciousness. And I was like, that's brilliant. And I've thought about it that way ever since. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Um, but I have definitely shifted from we're getting ready for disclosure to I am part of disclosure that's already happened. I don't I don't know what, yeah. where you're at on that. But uh, um, I, I, yeah. I take great comfort in that message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. There's um, a quote that's a fellow content creator who's really in this movement says, and that is, we are the disclosure. We don't have, we're not going to, don't wait for the government to tell you what's going on. Right. Um, do, do your research or the information is just starting to, as you know, more and more people talk about it, it's going to, it's becoming normalized. Mm-hmm. And the ETs are, yes, they're showing like mass sightings. Um, and then the things with like the Navy whistleblowers and stuff, but there's also a lot of like personal contact experiences and we all have a piece to the puzzle. So we really need to share these things. Do you think Lily that we'll, we'll get to a point cause there's different ET races. We know that, and there's some that, 
get brought up a lot. Pleiadians, I think, is one because of Barbara Marciniak's Bringers of the Dawn. I, 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 I deeply resonated with that book, as did a lot of other people that are in this conversation. Um, and and then there's, you know, like the Arcturians and the Andromedans and people talk. I mean, there's a lot of races out there. Tons. Uh, yeah. And, and there's some that are brought up consistently as being very pro-humanity. Now, they assist us, but they do it almost from a higher dimension. So they, they don't just come down and give us all the answers, although they they collaborate with some of our brightest and they're collaborating with our military um, to help bring us into a conversation that's more uh, galactic, that we're part of this family that people have not known about our secret history. They don't know about these different races, but it's getting more and more clear that there's there's races that are partnered with us in a very heart to heart way. Um, and that that may have sounded scary maybe two or three decades ago to a lot of people, but it's starting to sound more and more reassuring that we have allies. And I think that's important. People, I think it's it's easy for people to think black and white, like, are they good guys? Are they bad guys? But there's a I think there's there's races out there and they represent both just like you would expect. Um, just like on be. earth exactly just like on earth. just like on earth and i think there's there's higher dimensional uh races that are that are pulling for us and helping us and assisting us and there's some that that are that service that are, to themselves is a good way to service put it there. to themselves to quote law of one exactly and and uh and we've been under their thumb for the most part i think the ruling globalists have have had you know sort of contracts with these service to self uh, beings, but there's been a big shift in the power structure right now. And I think we're starting to see uh, with the creation of Space Force and um, all of the conversations that are happening, there's a lot more light coming in. There's a lot more truth coming in. And so it would indicate that there's a shift in in the landscape. I, I don't know what you're picking up or what you've learned through your contacts that uh, uh, what's happening on the planet in terms of the power grid and the power structure of uh of things but yeah yeah and the and the ets have told me all it just takes us coming together and then things are going to happen very rapidly and we're already seeing it start to happen yes there's a, a huge shift going on this yeah. world is supposed to be abundant um mm. peaceful positive and that's where we're heading with the support and guidance so we're like the inside guys yeah we're on earth doing the dirty work in the first person perspective, dealing with these things, experiencing these negative effects from our structure, our education system, big pharma, all of those things. Yep. Um, and it has to get so bad to where people actually finally take a stand and say, we don't want this anymore. So that's mm -hmm. why so many like ugly things are happening right now. But it's just all the negative stuff that isn't going where we're going, coming to the surface to be acknowledged, healed. Um, and changed. And uh, we do have a lot of galactic support. So we're the inside guys. And then these ETs are the ones on the outside, kind of like, you know, nudging us along, dropping hints for us and helping guide us into the, the right direction. That's beautiful. Beautifully said. I, I love that. You know, um, I can still see like a lot of the attempt by, um, you know, like the corrupt media is still doing their best to divide us and distract us mm -hmm. uh, from this most important issue and conversation that would you not unify humanity. Like there would be a unified, you know, across 
borders. I mean, this is something that includes our planet, the consciousness and all of humanity with a wider galactic conversation with councils um, and all these different things. It would immediately people would drop all this BS, all this different Republican, Democrat, you know, like it will it. seem so silly. It will it seem will. so silly. And and it will. It does already. Even talking mm-hmm. to you about it, I see how absurd <laughs> these little divisions um, have been and that people will just argue and argue and argue and make bad. And it's like if we could just do our own alchemy of look. I was dividing, I was putting a group over there and maybe judging them or calling them names. Like, I'm not going to do that anymore because there's this bigger meta conversation about humanity's partnership uh, with galactics that is so important. And they're waiting for us to just kind of drop it. So the more, especially ground crew, we're really responsible for like the alchemy of like, stop picking that up. Stop being mad at this group over here for not being totally awake. Let them come to it on their own terms. You know, that's been a challenge for, for myself sometimes. And for people that I'm close with is that let them come to the truth on their own terms. Stop trying to force it. Just simply have these kinds of conversations with you and others and let it be an attractor. Don't try to jam anything down anybody's throat, which is, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I, I wanted to put that in there because I still think we have some work to do. Stop dividing and stop believing the division that is is getting blasted out on mainstream media on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. And I would like to say something on the part where you said, you know, OK, whenever this started happening to me, I was like telling, you know, everybody I was close with because I was well, first off, mind blown and I was trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, like I saw a UFO, like, holy crap, I saw this. Nobody believed me. Yeah. Um, they even like some of my family members even made fun of me and were very ignorant about it. It challenges their belief systems. It causes them to expand their mind and they're not comfortable with that. Um, so I learned after a while that don't tell them how it is. Yeah. You just focus on yourself, do what you believe in. And be like a shining example. And whenever I stopped trying to tell them, I just put my head down, not my head down, head up, looking exactly my target, becoming confident in myself and inspire them. Like you may want to drop hints every now and then, even if like my brother started uh, a conversation with me about like the ancients and the pyramids. He was also bashing me for seeing UFOs, literally like really cruel to me. Um, And he started talking about that one night and it took everything in me not to say, well, you know that the aliens built those, right? But I just, (laughs) but I like, I held my tongue and I just, you know, let him explore that, let him talk and then maybe dropped a a couple hints. And, uh, and now like, it's a known thing in my family that that's this, I, I talk to aliens. I see, I photograph and film UFOs and it's not like weird anymore. They, they like came over to, um, they're just understanding now and it's not a big deal. That's great coaching too, because I think one of the, one of the areas that, you know, mystics, visionaries, futurists, star seeds. uh, I know some people that I'm really close to that struggle with this is like, there's this wisdom and this inner knowing that's really strong and they want to blast it out to help wake, awaken everybody, but then they get ridiculed or like, what do you mean? And it's like, how do how do the star seeds, how do the ground crew, uh, futurists, 
all these people that that share so much in common, the, the consciousness expanding, open minds, open hearts, serving humanity, serving others. Uh, how do they find one another so that they can help support one another being strong? Because everybody's got their own hero's journey in terms of like, look, I'm going to have to validate myself because I know this is true and let them grow towards me as it happens. Because when you when you serve the truth and you serve the light, uh, you're 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 faithful. You're 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 there's nothing else. Everything else pales like you're like, well, I'm not going to not tell the truth, but maybe I don't have to be blaring it out all the time. Yeah. So I learned to like kind of gauge where people are at. Like I'll kind of test the waters mm-hmm. a little bit before I'll say much more and kind of see how they react and intuitively, um, you know, respond kind of like to ease them into it. But I mean, the world's opening up. I was at the AT&T store not too long ago. I used to do nutrition and health content. Um, and I was telling him, you know, I need a phone with lots of space because I do a lot of videos. I'm a content creator. He asked what I did. I was like, uh, you know, spirituality, even though I mostly talk about UFOs, but it is uh, well, sure. a big, big piece of it is spirituality too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tried asking me for like my YouTube name and stuff, said he wanted to like look me up. He said, oh, me and my wife are, you know, Christian or whatever. They go to church. They'd love to check it out. And then I was like, okay, um, well, I also... Um, you know, film and talk about UFOs. And I was kind of nervous at first, but he, the look on his face, he was actually like enamored, like, whoa, that's really cool. That's really interesting. And that like was a really, just a a nice affirmation for me that some people are like really becoming, they're opening up to this and and becoming ready for it. Um, But yeah, gauging people is kind of testing the waters, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then I do a podcast, so I'm not gauging when I'm I'm just like, here comes the topic, you know, so but I I hope that the listener understands that we're, we're, we're attempting to build bridges for more people to cross over into this stuff. Um, And I wanted to add real quick, finding each other, like podcasts like this, um, finding a community online, finding support online is so powerful. Mm -hmm. If you need to make a new social media account and fill it with whatever you want um, and attract those types of people and they will start coming to ask the universe to bring you more people who are aligned with your path. And um, and within a week of me asking the universe that I found, I met randomly met a couple of really good friends of mine. Um, So yeah, I would say try that also. That's great. You know, it's, I remember reading that, you know, it's funny because I always had an interest in like, ESP, like telepathy, uh, you know, uh, clairvoyance, clairaudio, all, all the all the all the extra sensory perception uh, tools were always super fascinating. I always kind of intuited that 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 was going to be more utilized. That this was like a either a latent gift uh or it was something, a faculty in human consciousness that we were going to develop. And then when I came across all the ET stuff, many, many years later, you know, they were talking about what they were basically saying, what happens with the human tribe is they have, you know, they have latent DNA, they have strands of DNA that are, that are sort of, they're not junk DNA, like they've told them, these are, these are faculties that they have that at the right moment and through the right sort of input signals 
it'll be awakened in the collective. Now that'll be, you know, the mystics and the visionaries first will have those activated. We're already seeing that all over the place. Uh, but then more and more people will be able to activate this kind of, um, you know, telepathy, uh, but all the, the others, you know, it's almost like a stimulation of the pineal gland or the third eye that's in all the mystic teachings that um, that would allow us to communicate with ETs, allow us to communicate more powerfully with um, higher dimensional, you know, pro-humanity beings with our higher self. There's a lot of ways to frame that, but that um, there was this kind of element that we're growing faculties that maybe were a little bit on the mystical side or on the esoteric side, but that would be strengthened in us over time. And I'm, I'm hearing from you that there's a, quite a bit of that going on with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually um, I found that a lot of people who have UFO encounters or experiences, their psychic ability, they, they have psychic abilities like sure. they gain they gain psychic abilities from it. Either that be like more intuitive. You may like feel or sense energy. Some people have like premonitions. Um, I started having visions and and then I really worked with them on that. And then the tele telepathy as we went. Um, developed more and more. And it kind of just feels like um, just information is just dropped on your head. It's kind of like a mixture of um, like what they call a download. It's just like this packet of information is mm. downloaded into yep. you. And it can also be like a feeling. Some people actually hear it. But um, yeah, those are things that we all have access to. And it's just so fascinating. That's like my big thing is in that's the number one thing that the star being started teaching me as a communication with them developed they started showing me DNA and explaining to me that our DNA is so powerful. It is not junk DNA. And so I worked very closely with them and, you know, they kind of like eased me into it. They started sending me like messages here and there, signs and synchronicities. Um, and as I focused on them, I would uh, do CE5 a lot, which is human initiated contact um, with them. And, and whenever I would do that, I would just be filled with this immense love. It raises your vibration. My ears would ring because they're hitting you with these higher frequencies. Hmm. And that allows you to access different parts of your brain and develop new gifts. And it's just revolutionary, beyond revolutionary. Um, it's And that's something that we all have access to. It's so exciting. That and is that's, awesome. <laughs> it is. And that's that's what that's the number one thing that they want me to do. They told me that I am a, a DNA activator. Um, I admit, yeah. So um, that's the number one thing that I, I like to help people with. I love it. I love this conversation. I love what you're offering. Um, you know, I went to your uh, website and it's lilynovaspaceart.com. Is that right? Yeah. And man, oh man, I, I love all the merch on there. You got all these great, I'm going to get my wife um, something. I might have to order both myself and her stuff. I just got to pick it out because there's so many great pieces to choose <laughs> from. You got great hoodies and, and, uh, and t-shirts, mugs. I mean, it's, it's for anybody that's in this space and in this conversation around ETs and galactics, um, they're going to love your store. And so, um, and you designed everything yourself, right? Yeah. And that, for the whenever most part, I, yeah, 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 I did. And, and also there's a lot of my space photography and I took a lot of those photos during CE5 and they told me, the ETs told me that the like higher frequencies are actually like channeled in these photos that holds that energy mm -hmm. so you can connect with that energy which just blew my mind but the ets like in source 
nudged me. There's not really any Starseed merch. Um, that's a great way to spread the word and help build community. If you're out and about and you see somebody wearing a Starseed um, shirt or like a UFO shirt or something like that, you're going to instantly connect. Oh, yeah. If I saw somebody wearing one of your shirts, I would go up and talk to them right away and just say, hey, where'd you get that? What's what's your story? I totally would. It would catch my eye. I'd, I'd never see that. Um, well, Lily, thanks so much for coming on this. I love this conversation. I can't wait to to connect with you again as this story unfolds a bit more and we can connect and and further this conversation because I feel like we just scratched the surface. But I think <laughs> barely way, I, I feel like that's a good way to start. I feel like the, mm-hmm. the listeners are like, huh, OK, this is <laughs> this is interesting. And, and there's plenty of room for us to explore. Um, but what other creative projects do you have going on that you'd like our listeners to know about? You mentioned the CE5. What what what? What are you excited about serving uh, for humanity? What what are you offering? And then how do how do people find that? Mm-hmm. So you can go to my website, lilynovaspaceart.com. I'm also, I started YouTube recently and I'm really big into that. It's a great way to connect. I started doing live activations slash meditations every Sunday on YouTube. We're building community in there. I help people connect with their star families um, and uh, develop these extrasensory abilities. Um, so that's the big thing. Uh, I also offer readings, um, and I'm also working on DNA activation kits to help accelerate people's ascension. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to connect with you and meet you today. And I just love this conversation and thanks so much for making time and coming and sharing your story and all of your insight and wisdom. Really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. I like what Lily said about DNA activation. This seems to be a common theme in these conversations. I remember Barbara Marciniak talking about this in Bringers of the Dawn, and I have a feeling that there will be more downloads for all of us in this area. ET disclosure, DNA activation, heightened psychic abilities, sharpened vision and intuition, all fruits of this inquiry. Our pattern at Base Camp is to explore important topics from a number of different perspectives with different voices at their wisdom to the collective. We have danced around the ET discussion. No more. We will be adding episodes so that future listeners will get a full picture of disclosure and how it all went down. Base Camp for Men is expected to do our part to speak the truth and help bring forth the myth that is starting to show itself, a myth that is both new and ancient. Stay tuned. Thank you, Base Campers, and I look forward to sitting around the fire with you next week. If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Man, remember that the story of your life is not yet all told. I'm Tony Rezac, and thank you for listening to Base Camp for Men. <laughs>